Hello and welcome all trainers, agents, Pikmin bloomers, ballers, and most specifically, wayfinders, to the 26th episode of the Wayspotters podcast. Wayspotters is a place where Niantic Tintino comes to find a new campfire community. Mm, well, not really, but it's the place where you can light a flare and have a campfire in the middle of the city and it not be a bad thing. Wayspotters is proud to be powered by the Pokemon Professor Network. And today we are recording in the good old US of A as we are celebrating the 246th birthday of our girl, America. You know, the holiday where us Americans blow off various fingers off our hands. No, Lachlan doesn't know anything about the 4th of July because he's an Aussie. But I digress. As you know, I'm Blame Jamal and I'm joined always by Lachlan. Lachlan, good day. How are you? Um, isn't it July 4th? Because you guys do month then date. July 4th. If you want to claim that American date systems are superior. Otherwise, you know, you we make things up. Your Memorial Day in September. Because that one follows the, the, other, the, the American date logic. No, that's Labor Day. Memorial Day is in May. Get the holidays no, no, right. No, 9-11, Jamal. Oh, that's like Patriots Cause Day? Because in Australia, that's 11-9. Yeah, yeah, 9-11. Yeah, I don't know. We make things up as My we go on. How are you this? Is there room, but... Yeah. How are you this morning? Yes, it's very early, and you moved recording on me two hours ahead, and I, I get eight hours sleep, and you moved two hours ahead six hours ago, so well, I'm doing great. that's... That's how we do it. Well, what I'm pretty excited about today is we have a guest joining us today. You can find him on Twitch live each and every Thursday. Well, most Thursdays. There's a couple times he takes a Thursday off. But you can see him streaming Wayfair reviews. And when he's not doing that, he's got boots on the ground in North Jersey building up his local Pokemon community. It's the one and the only Coach Kev 413. Coach Kev, how are you, sir? Hey, Jamal Lachlan, how's it going? Thank you so much for having me on this podcast. I really appreciate it. It's been a long time waiting, and I'm definitely looking forward to it. And hello to everybody out there in podcast land, too. Thank, thanks for having me. Fantastic, Kev. We really appreciate you as being an early supporter of the Wayspotters podcast. And we hope that we've been a good supporter of you when you uh, go live on Thursday nights. And we appreciate you sending people to us and we can return the favor and send people back to you. You don't you don't have to appreciate anything. I appreciate you guys. You have you have no idea like how how good it is to have a positive community and have people that are trying to do a good thing for the community for a change out there instead of all the negativity and you guys have a big influence on what goes on in not only the wayfair world the pokemon world the ingress world because it's all connected and it's just nice every sunday to have something to listen to while you're driving around way spotting or catching your pokemon and just you know be happy and i appreciate that kev that's really nice words i wasn't really expecting that but Kev, let's go ahead and introduce you to the audience out there. I know a lot of people in our Patreon and in the Lured Up uh, Discord, the Pokemon Professor Discord, obviously know Coach Kev, and people on a couple other podcasts that you've been on know you. Um, I know uh, the Rock God of Pod, hopefully he's listening, and Joe Ard, hopefully they're listening and you've been on their podcast. But Kev, let's, let's talk a little bit about you. Um, how long have you been playing Niantic games? And let's just say Pokemon Go. How long have you been playing games? Okay, well, 
I have three children and I've never played Pokemon. I'm in the same boat as you. I've heard you talk about it on past episodes. I knew nothing about Pokemon. Uh, my kids introduced me to it. When the game was was being talked about, that it was coming out, they all downloaded it. They told me about it. I had to take them to a local park around my house, which happened to be a Charmander nest at the introduction of the game, the very first day it came out. And it became a hotspot. There were hundreds and hundreds of people in this little park within walking distance of my house. Everybody was trying to get that enough candy to get that Charizard and everything. And, and that's how it all started. Um, the exact day that I downloaded the game, I believe was July 9th. I don't, re- I, I honestly don't remember the release day. So I think I was a day or two late on that, if I'm not mistaken. But, you know, I was involved in the hype with my kids. It lasted about two, three weeks. Then I put the game down. Um, while I was on a vacation with my son in St. Martin, and I would say it was August of 2017, I decided so about a year later. Yeah, about a year later, where I'm laying in the hotel bed on the way home. Where you know it's day that we're going to check out, and there's really nothing planned for that day other than hang around the hotel until you're going to leave to the airport to go home. So I opened up the game and I just started catching things that were there. And then my son start laid down next to me and he started catching things. And then we found a Corsola, and he told me, dad, I think you could only get that here. I don't know if you could get that backward and this and that. So <laughs> I closed the game, went to the airport, caught a few more at the airport. I think, you know, nothing else regional or anything like that. And then when we got back home, me and my son bonded again, because then we started looking at YouTube videos and everything and learned the game again. And I believe uh rating was just introduced back around that time and everything. So our next step was we went to a local gym and we tried to solo one of the legendary birds and that didn't work out too well. But (laughs) 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 since that day on, since that day on, I haven't stopped. You haven't put it down. Well, that's awesome. Well, I want to get into you streaming, but first I want to go to talk to me about Wayfair. When did you get involved with Niantic Wayfair? How did that happen? Okay. So, I knew a little bit about it before it was introduced to the Pokemon Go community. I am not an Ingress player, so I didn't have access to it. But we did have that one key person in our community that taught us about it and was in our Discord. And we opened up a room especially for him to run. And he took requests from the community, our local community, on where they would like to see more Pokestops and gyms and points of interest. And he took the lead on that for a good couple years. And he was our go-to guy, and he taught me a lot about it. And I was super excited when when I was able to do it in Pokemon Go. And, you know, I tried it out at first, but then I actually realized I really don't like this. It was like, it was, <laughs> it was more of a chore than anything fun at the time with the reviewing and reviewing and reviewing and then getting shot down with the rejections and this and that. But, you know. Times it kind of felt like homework, right? It felt like homework, but that changed as I educated myself more on the system, and then I started getting things accepted instead of rejected, and it boosts your confidence. and And the reason that happened was because I look back on my original submissions, and they were definitely cold. They definitely shouldn't have went through, mm-hmm. and the community did the right thing by rejecting it. I didn't think so at the time, but education was the key, and just doing it and learning about it, and then. I also had a friend in the community that started doing it and he encouraged me to start doing it with him. And we started doing it together. 
Nice. And then we fast forward another two years, two and a half years or so, and now you are a streamer on Twitch. Yeah. yeah. And it's really cool um, to see you stream. Um, I remember, you know, we've been in the same Discord and the same Patreon for three years now, right? And I remember always seeing the name Coach Kev and, you know, hearing the name Coach Kev here or there. And I think we've told the story about being in Philly at Safari Zone mm-hmm. and over at the food trucks. And all of a sudden, um, I walk over and there's this guy sitting on the bench. And, you know, we just kind of strike up a, a conversation. And if you heard Coach Kev's voice, you know, he's got that typical East Coast Jersey voice, right? I heard his voice and I'm like, I recognize his voice. Why do I recognize his voice? And then I realized it was Coach Kev. And I was like, dude, what's going on? And I'm like, this is so awesome. This is Coach Kev. And I was like, hey, the whole crew is over here. And then you came over there. And then we've been talking once a week, you know, for what is that, a year and a half now. Yeah, so, yeah. It hasn't um, stopped. It's real awesome how, how this game can bring people together. Mm-hmm. And what's really even cooler about that is in about two and a half weeks, Lachlan, we're all going to get to meet him in person. And that's going to be really cool. And later on, just as a tease for everybody listening, we're going to talk about community. Uh, Coach Kev is in a very unique position where he's building a community in his area. And he's got some very interesting takes on, on things that Niantic is doing. Things that everybody, or I shouldn't say everybody, but a lot of people are like, no, Niantic can't do that. And Coach Kevin's like, no, do it, because that's going to make people get together and play the game. But Lachlan, how the heck are you? Are you getting excited for Seattle? Yes, but I just want to correct you on that. Philadelphia, the in-person one was only in October last year, Jamal. It seems like it was a long time ago. Everything moves slow. And you know what's fun about the October re-roll? What's that? It hasn't even been nine months yet. It's been eight and a half months. So the Philadelphia babies will start popping in at the end of the month, just in time for Seattle. <laughs> just in time for Seattle. That's amazing. Well, Lachlan, we had someone call into or, or go online to Anchor and leave us a voicemail. And um pretty excited about it. Do you want to um, tease that off and I, and I will play it here? Yes, well, apologies to them for us taking a little bit of time to get to this voicemail. Um, I was talking to them live while they were trying to send it in, and they're like, I've sent it to part two. Um, I'm, I'm not sure if it cut off the end of it. Um, just just bear with me. So we got all of it. So thank you for that, Dingo. Um, so, yeah, uh, here we go. Hey, this is Dingo here. About removing POIs from the game board, there's really only two instances where I will submit a report. First, that I come across it in person, so I can take photos to prove that it's gone or meets at least one removal criteria. Well, the thing is, I really don't do like that sort of heat-seeking POI eradication. Like, if I'm sent a pogo gift from some emergency room in North Carolina or a portal key of a police station in Taiwan, someone else can do that, not in my jurisdiction. The other second thing is if the POI's description is pretty much egregious and says that it's been removed anyway, um, yeah, there would be an example on Twitter that I've sent that uh, it's just no longer here. But I actually did send a removal request for this and it got rejected anyway, so <laughs> I don't really know. Um, but in the end, it's really hard to get an outright generic business removed like a Woolworths or an Audi. So I just go by living at live. All right. 
And we want to thank Dingo for sending in uh, that voicemail. And remember, if you want to send in a voicemail, Lachlan, how will they do that through Anchor? Just uh, open your Anchor app or, or log into Anchor online and you can just record it straight on your phone and send it straight to us. You can also send us a voice message on Twitter. If you are an iOS user, you just hit new tweet and press a voice message and tag us in that voice message. Or if you are in the United States or have international calling privileges, Jamal will provide the number now. You can call the Spotters hotline at 732 732- 835-8639 and if you're incredibly lucky Ken Pescator might just answer the phone and he'll be very confused <laughs> he'll be very confused he's like wait is this the Spotters? I was trying to get Jamal and Lachlan who's this <laughs> he's been on the show well, he's the boss the boss can he, answer the phone he, if he yes he, he knows he knows he knows if people are calling that line while they're calling well Kev I wanted to come back to you real quick and I wanted to talk about streaming on Twitch. Um, that's something you started a little while ago. And um, like I said, I'm very proud of you. And I try to join your Thursday you know, streams whenever I possibly can. Um, but tell Lachlan and I, why did you start streaming? Like, like what was the motivation for, for, for streaming to begin with? Oh, man. Um, you guys ready for a story? Trust me, it will all tie in at the end. But... I'm going to go, I'm going to share with you guys. I'm going to share. I'm going to try for a moment here to pretend like, like it's just you two and we're sitting in a room and we're just talking as friends. I'm going to give you, man. That's I'm, 14 days from now, Kev. Yeah. Just, just <laughs> All right. So I hope I'm not oversharing. And if I am, I apologize to the listening of listening audience. I just want to be real here for a moment and, and really break it down. Um, I'm a, I, I would say about 10 years ago, I discovered that I had a broken marriage and I have three kids at home and a wife and things weren't working out. I had to make the choice. It was a tough choice, but I had to make the choice that my marriage wasn't working out. It was my decision to walk away from the marriage. Um, when I walked away, I didn't have anywhere to go but my car. And I would say about three weeks I was in my car. And where did I choose to sleep? <laughs> I chose a nice big parking lot with a gym right under it because I needed something to do to keep my mind off things. Well, my kids were texting me, where am I? Am I okay? And... You know, things like that, just to get my mind off things. And the only thing I had for those two, three weeks were Pokemon Go and my car and the hope that my kids would be okay. Finally, my son talked me into coming home. And since then, I haven't left, but I also haven't fixed my marriage. I didn't want to. I convinced myself that it was over, but I have been living in a house as a co-parent with me, my wife, and my three kids are still here, and we agreed to co-parent, and the first seven, eight years, I was on a recliner downstairs, and my, my wife was, I still refer to her as my wife because we are legally married, um, she was 
you know, in another room. One of my oldest, uh, my oldest decided to make a little spot for herself in the basement. So that opened up a bedroom. So I now graduated about a year ago to, I have my own little bedroom that I got my computer and everything set up like a little eight by eight room and stuff. But the game Pokemon Go has gotten me through mentally so much stuff. And that's why it's so important to me because what do I have to do outside of working? I come home, I lock myself in a room, but that's not mentally healthy to be in my room all the time. I have to get out in the world. Yeah, I like to go out to a bar on weekends and have a beer or two, but what am I going to do? If I'm out there trying to move on, trying to find another girlfriend, trying to you know talk to somebody, who's going to want to be with me? I have a wife at home. They don't know my situation. I had to make a choice that, that any decision I make in life going forward was going to be what's best for my kids and my kids only, not what's best for me. So the Pokemon Go aspect of it has kept me sane and kept me mentally healthy because I've met so many people through that, that, that just kept my mind off things. When COVID hit, it was devastating to my mental health because the game disappeared. For for me, it disappeared. Everything that I enjoyed doing about it was gone. And my depression shot right back up, right back up. I had to find other ways to deal with things. And one of them being that the community still is not 100%, not 100% where it is, but it's getting there. It's made big strides. It's getting there. One of them was to create a community online and start interacting with people online, give a shot at streaming, right? I have a regular bunch that come in there every once in a while. We talk and we chat, and I feel like they're my friends. They're not just people that are on there on my stream. They became my friends. So streaming was just another aspect, another hobby that I could come up with to get my mind off things and to have community back in my life, to have that feeling of community. And Niantic is, I think, doing a great job right now at, at doing that and trying to get us back together. We're not there yet. We still have a lot of ways to go. But please, the people that were out there when when things were being taken away from the game and they were complaining on Twitter and this and that and hashtag whatever, canceling the game, whatever they were trying to do, I respect your thoughts because everybody has different things going on in their lives, different disabilities. I respect that. I'm not mad at anybody for trying to stop changes that might affect them. I do think there was a lot of people that were using it as an excuse just to make the game easier for them. But in turn, they don't realize they're rolling in it for the people that are really disabled. But we also have to remember that disabilities are not only physical, there are mental disabilities out there. And from the people that I've met playing this game, I believe this game does so much for, for the community of people with mental disabilities that is not even known because most people don't even talk about it, which is fine. But for the but I've met people that on the side that talk to me all the time about it and they message me and this and that. There are so many people out there, so many people that Niantic platforms help with that. 
I think it's far more than the physical disability, to be honest with you, but I could be wrong. And I apologize to anybody that takes offense to that comment. But that is the truth behind why I became a streamer is because I need positive people in my life. I need social aspect in my life. And it's just another way that I found to help me and, and to help find that. That's great, Kev. Thanks for sharing. Um, wow. Um, I, I, I knew the, I knew the story and I didn't know you were going to share everything. I, I appreciate you being vulnerable and, and breaking it down. That's one thing that I, that I love about you is that you are authentic in every uh, interaction and conversation that you have with everybody. Um, and I know that's got to be tough to, to kind of bear your soul and, and, and talk about that. But the thing that I love is when people watch your stream, when I watch your stream, you're, you, you come through as that guy that we just heard right there. When you are helping people, when you're reviewing waste bots on your stream and people are asking you questions, you take the time and you give everybody the straight answer. Um, just like you, you did with us. And, and I really appreciate you sharing that. And I mean, that's really powerful. Um, why don't you tell everybody what they can expect when you stream? Like, what are you trying to get through when you are on your stream? I know you open cards. I know you do a lot of things, but I wanted to talk to you specifically about reviewing waste bots and, and talking about waste bots. What, what can people expect if they want to tune in on a random Thursday night? What are they going to get from coach Kev? The, the main thing that, that I want people to understand that when I do stream and I'm doing reviews and stuff on there, I do not have the, it's my way or no way mentality. This is the way you have to do it mentality. I am very humble with the fact that I have a lot to learn in the Wayfair system when it comes to reviewing and doing submissions. It's not a perfect system. And it's we definitely don't get perfect submissions out there and we don't do perfect reviews. And what my chat and my viewers and my subscribers don't realize is I am benefiting just as much out of them as they are out of, out of watching my stream. I've learned so much. I, I can't name them all right now, but there's so many things that I've learned and I review differently now just based on the feedback I'm getting from my chat. So I want people to understand that this is for this. I get people of all types. I get people who never did a review in their life. And then I get people like you, Lachlan, Agent X, Sea Princess, since you haven't Sea <laughs> Princess, that have many, have, have lots of experience and have done many. And they come into the chat together and they all work with each other. There's nobody telling people that they're wrong and this and that. What we do is we just give each other's points of view and we start with that as a conversation. I could have one nomination sitting on the screen for 15, 20 minutes that we're talking about one little star on there. But out of that conversation, we're learning so much out of it. It's not a speed review stream. I'm not trying to do 100 reviews or anything like that. I don't care if we only do one review. As long as we're getting knowledge, education, and we're feeling better about ourselves when we do reviews. And when you learn how to do reviews and, and you get other people's points of views, that helps you become a better submitter at the same time. Because now when you're going out there doing a submission, you're going to think to yourself, how would I vote on this? or how that is a yeah kev that's a perfect segue into reviews and i know we featured 
a couple of your reviews. Lachlan has featured a couple of your reviews as uh, Waste Boss of the Week. And um, I know for the people, yeah, I'm sorry, sorry, nominations of the week. And and for people who are listening to this and and this, we're not doing this live, but in your studio, you've got uh, a couple of your nominations framed on your wall. Yes. Um, And I know you are extremely proud of those. And I know you said when you first started, you know, you were kind of nominating Cole. You didn't know it then, but you know it now. Do you want to talk about what, your strategy is when you go out to nominate a submission, how you take the picture, how you write the description, kind of let the listeners know like what, what's coach Kev's philosophy when it comes to making an excellent Wayfair POI nomination. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm just like you when I do submissions, I'm looking at the S2 cells and I'm thinking if they're going to be in Pokemon go, I'm not thinking of Ingress and pick Pikmin and, and all those other games that I'll admit that. Um, so I do pull up the map and I'll pick a certain area that I want to hit and I'll look at the map, but I'll pre-strategize a little bit and I say, okay, so I'm going to go for a walk there. I always find it better to, to go for a walk when you're doing submissions rather than in a car, you'll find a whole lot more, uh, little, little hidden gems and stuff around. So for example, my last wave of submissions that I actually have on my stream, I, I have two heavy POI spots. I have a park and I have a city hall, which are two community day go-to spots. But there's a long street that connect them to probably like two miles long. There's hardly any POIs on that street. So I started in one park and I walked to the city hall and I did every submission I could find on that route. So I tried to make a connection between the two areas. And My favorite type of submission are indoor murals, but very important to everybody listening. You have to prove that that mural exists. You have to find a way to prove it. Try to get a picture of something on your supporting photo that shows. Like I always, if I can, have a buddy of mine that I'm with hold the door open to the business and try to be outside to get the sign from the business and a peek of the mural inside. Um, one submission I have going now, I couldn't do that. There was no possible way. So I was able to hold up a menu from the restaurant I was in that had all the printing on it for where I was with the name of the restaurant and the address with the mural in the background. That's very creative. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. And, and I put in the supporting information, verify the name of the business on the overhead map because it, the business is on the map. And now in my supporting photo is the mural with the menu from the business in the map with the address and everything on it. You know, you said a couple things there that I love. So Lachlan, and I'll let Lachlan like chime in here. I don't, I don't want to steal his thunder, but Lachlan is big on, can I see this from space? And can I verify that this is here? And he has like drilled that into me where I never really thought that was too important. But when we have done our live streams and Lachlan's like, you can clearly see that X is from space or not even that it's, the red brick building next to it, you can see that from space to verify that this POI is here. And when we were reviewing in Australia, um, he was doing that and I was, and that was brilliant. Lachlan, you want to talk about that for a minute? Cause I think that's really important for the wayfinders to kind of, to, to, to use when they're, when they're either reviewing or when they're nominating. Yeah. So like your supporting photo should be able to help out your uh, fellow reviewers the best way it can. So I, I always 
like to joke in my supporting info, well, this can be seen from space to confirm its location. Um, and that's because not everywhere has street view. And if it has street view and if it has satellite view and you still get rejected for location, that's just bad reviewers. And they're prime candidates for a Niantic appeal because Niantic actually know how to use street view. So when it comes to using your supporting photo to help show if it can be seen from space, if there is something else that you know you can see from space, because when you're doing your nomination, you see the satellite view. You don't see the street view. Use that information and try to make your nomination as efficient as possible. I know Jamal has been known to do a picture collage if one supporting photo doesn't quite show all the info you want. There are various ways you can um, get as much information as you want into the system and try and do it. And if that's a photosphere, if it's just confirming with the satellite view, if it's confirming with the street view, or if it's just something that's very obviously there, like the Eiffel Tower, you know, you've got to sometimes um, make sure that your reviewers are doing the right thing, but you've got to assume the worst of a reviewer. So give them as many reasons to accept and as least as the least amount of reasons as possible to reject. Um, and what I have to be very careful of while I'm in the US is to make sure that if my, to bring a, um, a one of those, um, framing devices that help you get things level to put on top of my phone so that my photos are perfectly <laughs> level because I'm not getting hit for orientation for one degree off. <laughs> you know, Lachlan, that's something that frustrates me to no end is people who look for little nicky knack ticky tack things to, to reject and, and having to oversell a nomination. I was on Reddit. I don't know why I was on Reddit, but I was on Reddit. And someone posted a picture of a church that they had nominated and it got denied. And the feedback on Reddit was, well, you didn't sell it enough as a church. You have to do this and you have to do that. And I've said this before. If the nomination is legit, it's legit. If if Lachlan's picture is tilted two degrees to the right, that's not a reason to deny it. If it's totally on the side, 90 degrees or something along those lines, then of course it's it's going to not meet the orientation. No. But and, and bring, remember, bring, a nomination doesn't have wall. to be in portrait. It can be in landscape. So 90 degrees, yes. as long as the photo rotated with you, it's good. I, I, I kind of wish Niantic add an edit option to waste spots that just says orientate the photo. Yes. Uh, so if a nomination did have a sideways or upside down photo, um, you can <laughs> yeah i know that that's very frustrating for me but um when it comes to nominating and submitting uh i i'm kind of obsessed about it like i routinely use all 80 of my nominations so i use my 40 nominations in ingress and i use my 40 nominations in pokemon go and that's why I don't think I'll ever get caught up in Wayfarer because I always have 30 or 40 or 50, you know, nominations that are in queue or in voting. And right now my list is long, but my list is long again. It's long for you. It was down to five. Oh my goodness. I don't think I've ever been down to five since I was at five initially. So, Um, but Lachlan, we have a, uh, we, we, we do have some topics, but I, I have a story time, Jamal. 
Oh, let's hear your story time. I didn't know if you wanted to hear from our sponsor before we went to story time. Wait, we have a sponsor? We have a sponsor. We have a PSA that we're going to play about addiction. Wayfair addiction. Uh, I would just here. like to remind people that in Australia, pharmaceutical ads are not allowed, but this is broadcast out of the United States. Yes. Here we go. Here's the ad. Warning. Listening to the Wayspotters podcast has been designated as an addictive activity by the UN Security Council and the General Surgeon. It has been known to cause the following side effects. Taking pictures of inanimate objects in nature from various camera angles. Knowing the status of every mural under construction in your town or village. Carrying a grainy photo of Niantic Tintino on your person at all times so you will recognize him when you meet him. Having the website www.wayspotters.com in your favorites on your browser at work. Repeatedly calling the Wayspotters hotline 732-835-8639 until your message is played on the show. And finally, ending all your Twitter posts with the hashtag meet you out there. If you think you're addicted to the Wayspotters podcast, you should make sure to download a new episode each and every Sunday from the podcatcher of your choice. This message has been brought to you by the good people at the Pokemon Professor Network. What's going on, everyone? This is Ken from the Pokemon Professor Network. Now, back to the show. Well, isn't that just enlightening, kids? And remember, everything in a reasonable amount is good. Do not go too hardcore. So, I've got a couple stories for my escapades over the last week, uh, and I'm just thinking in my head, this episode's going live during Go Battle weekend, so I hope that if we have anyone listening while they're doing their Go Battle sets, good luck. Hope you get lots of lovely Stardust with five times Stardust, and I hope you get lots of lovely... Oh, what's the other feature thing? Shadows. New Shadow Shinies. So good luck with your Shadow Shinies. Um... And what else is going to be happening this weekend, Jamal? Oh, yeah, that's right. Do you know what's happening this weekend, Jamal? What's happening this weekend, Lachlan? Oh, no, it's not the first Saturday of the month. It's the second Sunday. So all of our Ingress players who might be listening to this on the second Sunday, I hope you have a great Ingress experience. I I always enjoy the fact that Ingress has to be different. Hack everything. Hack it all. Uh, Make the triangles. Have a great time out there, friends. But... Before we get into story time, and I know I'm delaying story time, but I'm just hyping it up. We do have to pour a drink out for our fallen friends in Transformers, as this week Niantic has decided to cancel the the Transformers project. So let's just give them a minute of silence, which I'm hoping Jamal's just going to edit in for us. Let's go. New intro. It's the new intro. It's the new intro. New, new, new intro. New intro for the news. And also while we're pouring a drink out, let's pour a drink out for the other three unannounced Niantic projects that were due to come out that have also been cancelled. And our sincerest thoughts are with any of the Wayfarer team that might have been laid off in the 8% cuts that Niantic made to the company or anyone adjacent to you guys at Niantic. It's never a good time when uh, executives decide to save money by cutting staff um because as far as i'm aware just keeping his staff there and keeping his staff happy is what keeps driving profits forward not slashing them um a small cut here uh to staff has a huge impact on things and i think you know 
what Niantic's been doing recently with their let's launch in a sort of closed beta, open beta in select countries, and then wondering why the game doesn't get enough traction. Like we were looking at the community forum a few episodes ago, well, a lot of episodes now for Transformers. No activity from the Niantic team there. It, they just were not getting the resources to develop that game correctly. And that's a huge license that they had. And huge license. That's Hasbro, right? Yeah. And I think that's a case of... <sighs> you, you get this tool and you play with it and a smaller game developer with the same tool would have maintained it. And I hope that's what we see with Lightship Games developed out of house going forward. Because Transformers didn't have a chance to fly, uh, pun intended. And had it done what, say, Wizards did, which was a small release in Australia and then went global about a month later, and then got turned off, people at least would get to experience it. And Same with Catan. Well, see, I was in the country that had Catan. And I think, you know, if more people were playing that game, it would have been more effective. That's all they needed. So I don't understand how releasing a game, selling in-app purchases for that game, and then saying the game is a flop because you didn't release it in a country like America with the most amount of spending capital for Niantic games or Germany or the United Kingdom, which is where I think they launched parts of Transformers was on that edge of United Kingdom. You could play it. But like, Kev, what's your take on Niantic cutting these projects before they really get to see the light of day? I, I think it's unfortunate, mostly. Uh, when I see things like that, I really don't care about the game not being released or anything. I, I worry and I care more about the people that were unemployed. I never want to see that happen to anybody. But it, it's life, it's reality, it's business. It's going to happen. So when you're out there and, and you're going after jobs and stuff, you have to understand that it might not always work out, but at least you got the experience and something else might open up because with, with all the stuff that Niantic is doing to create this AR world, I believe that there's going to be plenty of job opportunities in the future once they're done and they start um, promoting and selling their 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 map, their AR map to other companies and stuff. I think everybody's going to be fine. But it, I mean, at least they're testing it and they're not mass releasing stuff and they're getting negative back like backlash and stuff like that. I, th- I think as on the business aspect, they're doing the right thing. They are doing the right thing. I think when it comes to um transformers they didn't get any feedback because they didn't launch it in a country where the ip is popular like Mm. transformers is most popular in the united states and they didn't launch it there and i think from my perspective even if it was a rough like early access beta but they was clear from the outset you would have got more people playing that game you would have got some interest when Catan went down they realized that everyone who had a Katan account, or at least 90% of them, had a Pokemon Go account. So your Katan premium currency just got turned into poker coins. Like, I just... Right. Well, and th- this I, is I, all the, the week they announced two new projects, one of which is coming out this month, you know? And that's the the Lord, Lord of the Rings. What's that silly fantasy show? Um, Game of Thrones. Um, the Game of Thrones spin-off House of the Dragons. They're having a dragon. So do we have dragon tamers now? We don't know much about it, but it's launching at Comic-Con the same weekend as GoFest. So like, I'm sure Jamal on his day of not playing at GoFest will probably become a dragon tamer. But, uh, but like... So uh, 
what do you think though like as a developer maybe they are purposely releasing them where they're not popular for the for the ip because they want to get genuine feedback on the mechanics and the gameplay play of the actual app and not biased opinions just because somebody's a transformers fan so they might get false feedback on that like if you love transformers you're going to be tempted to give it great reviews, even if it really isn't that great. So maybe they were just looking for feedback. But, on but the if you mechanics. love Transformers, you might actually play the game. And I think base, even just looking at their community forums and the Reddit for Transformers, there was nothing, no activity. And that's because Niantic were not posting any updates, not saying their plan. It just sort of went silent in January. Hmm. And like, this is probably what's going to happen to NBA All World. I know Jamal's really looking forward to the NBA game because for some reason, but like, I, I just hope it doesn't happen. I'm a huge Perido basketball fan. Perido is I hope this pops what off. What Niantic's hoping to be their next ingress, an in-house original IP, but it's very AR heavy, and I hope it's doing well. But I fear that if they launch Perido in only countries where they don't really have that love of AR gameplay like not going for the major three united kingdom australia america like u.s yeah it's going to suffer the same i i agree with you lachlan i i think part of the theme of this episode is community and that's why we have coach kev on and i think a big part of what you're talking about launching transformers in a country that's not really transformers crazy is you don't build up that sense of community to me that's what makes ingress and pokemon go aside from the ip of pokemon what makes it great is we've built up this sense of community and people are talking about it i think the fact that you're talking about the reddit account and there's no updates they're not building anything for people to get excited about you can't see it you can't play it you can't touch it you can't taste it you can't feel it and then you can't talk about it there's no community there i think if niantic can come out with an ip and build a sense of people wanting to be part of a community talking about it, having a Reddit page, having a Twitter account, and actually interacting with the community. People, at the end of the day, I believe, want to be together with other people. And I think that's the thing that really hurt us when it came to COVID, is we couldn't be together. We all had to learn how to be online with each other. When if you look at Niantic Community Days, there's people out playing again. There's people walking around. There's people high fiving. You and know, I'm, be safe in your country. You know, planting um, flowers. You know, and playing make sure you recognize because it had a global launch. Yeah. You know, yeah. yes, it had a beta period, but it was a closed beta, right. not an open beta. So they got that feedback. They got the kinks through the closed beta. And as a person who was in that closed beta. It was a slightly different game, but they took our feedback on board. And that's exciting to see because that's the point of these processes. It wasn't the IP that drew me in. It was the Niantic branding that drew me in. I love Pikmin 3. It's my favorite Nintendo game, full stop. But Pikmin Bloom isn't a Pikmin Mm -hmm. game. It's a walking simulator where you actually have to walk. (laughs) <laughs> if i still if i see a bull ball maybe i'll think flowers. it's an actual video game where i can do some fighting but until i see bull balls it's not a real pikmin game and i've just lost both kev and jamal right but jamal you're are you pretty excited about the nba game what 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 are you sort of hoping from it 
So before I get to the NBA game, I do want to circle back on one thing you said. I do want to, you know, thoughts are out there to the 8% of Niantic um, who who lost their jobs. I, I definitely don't want to gloss over that. Uh, you know, I feel kind of a certain connection to the Niantic people because we do this podcast and every now and then we interact with him. And if anybody that we've ever interacted with is no longer there, hopefully you find something else. Um, you know, just want to put that out there. But the NBA game. So I saw the 30, 45 second trailer and I'm pretty excited about it. Like I am a huge NBA fan and I know my guy Kev is a big basketball fan also. I don't know the possibilities of this game. I know what I read and that you can like dress up your NBA player. And my guess is that the the stops, the, the POIs are going to be places where you can challenge other people uh, to a game. You know, I'm going to if I can do it. The first thing I'm going to do is get my man Dame Lillard and and, and tweak him out, you know, get him all, all set to go. And because uh, I'm a huge Portland Trailblazers fan and Dame Lillard's my favorite player. Whoa, and uh, whoa, I, I know whoa, Kev whoa, is a whoa, Knicks whoa, fan, whoa, whoa. so I don't know which Nick he's going to pick. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Even though I sound like I'm a Nick fan, I represent the Orlando Magic. And the only thing. The only thing I can oh, hope for that whatever Orlando happens in this Magic. NBA game, okay. that I can choose the Orlando Magic and I can make them a far more superior team than they are in real life. But I, I am an Orlando Magic fan. <laughs> through and through. Fantastic. I didn't know that. Now, here's the, the, the flip side of that. Lachlan is in Australia. I'm I'm almost positive he does not follow NBA basketball on a day in and day out basis. So while Kev and I are excited about it, Lachlan, how does this game strike you when you probably couldn't name twenty NBA players because you know that's it's it's Look, light years away from what you follow on a daily basis? The, the Twitter account for NBA All World is great, and I'm here for them because their meme game is on point. <laughs> <laughs> Like, so just and because I, I have literally no care at all about basketball, I'm going to completely dodge and deflect Miles' question and say, how great is it the Peridot team put a photo out of their Peridot creature with a basketball and said slam dunk <laughs> in response to that? Uh, some of the other yeah. fun comments we have, uh, Leak Duck yes. say they call me Leak Brick. I'm sure that means something to you guys. I have no clue what it means. Uh, someone mm-hmm. asked, so are basketballs yep. used to catch players this time, aren't they? <laughs> and there's a gif of a basketball being thrown. At <laughs> Instead of a pokeball. I um, love that. Uh, someone posts, nice. so the Niantic balloon is a ball, not a balloon then. The mystery continues. So I I, 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 I look great. forward to seeing it. But Let's they've actually go. mentioned their plans for waste spots. It's not just going to be your local half courts or basketball courts that will be waste spots. But if they're tagged as such, they will be waste spots and they will have a prioritization, it seems, based on their comments in the inclusion rules. So if if I, you want to play b-ball and you really want to play the b-ball game, this week, go to all of your local basketball half courts, even if they don't appear in Pogo or Ingress, nominate them and make sure when you're nominating in Pokemon Go, you put that tag in basketball court. Be- or if they are already away spots in Pokemon Go, because Ingress doesn't have this access yet, press edit, category, add a category and add basketball to it. 
And Kev, is there anything else you want to bring up on the NBA All World Out before we move on to the House of the Dragons? I, I actually was just going to bring up the same point you did. I was thinking it would be great if actual real-life basketball courts were something special and something different within the game. Like, I would love if they had a PvP aspect in it and you had to meet up at the local court and and do a PvP at the court to have, like, some kind of competition or tournament like that. I think that would be amazing. So I, I'm trying to find the tweet now where they, they did say that basketball courts will be the primary way spots and in areas where there aren't any other way spots will be activated. But make sure if you do have these basketball courts in your community, go tag them this week in Pokemon Go if you want to play this game. Because that way, when they do their syncs and their updates, you're going to have potentially a really good game board area. And as I said, if it makes it a lightship only way spot, it can still then appear in the NBA bowlers game. So do it. Uh, Kev, he's breaking me down. He, he, he busts me every week because I will not nominate lightship only POIs. And there are three basketball courts in my area that I could nominate, but they won't appear in Pokemon go or Ingress. So now I'm going to have to do what Lachlan's. Oh, You've got homework, Jamal. If you want to play this game, if you want to be excited by this game, and you've got to nominate them in Pokemon so you can assign the tag to it, you can't use an Ingress nomination on it. Jamal, I, I only I, I only do Lightship only myself, but you know what? With all these new platforms coming out and stuff, I might have to change my habits. Yeah, I'm going to I'm, I'm gonna have to do it. Well, I've, got eight, I've, I've got 80 nominations, so I'm just going to do it. So... I am a huge fan of Matt Smith, as I think I made clear on episode one, which accidentally got deleted by Ken while he was going through playing with settings. So if you've been looking for episode one for a throwback, I'm sorry. We're going to try to get it back up real soon. I'm working on it. (laughs) If you've joined us recently and started in episode two, welcome. There was an episode one. You're not missing much. Just our most listened to episode. I think Ken was getting jealous about how many listens it was having. Had nothing to do with the fact that he accidentally merged one of the other podcasts on the network into our feed and was just doing some cleanup. So, House of the Dragons. I, however, I love Matt Smith, but I'm not a Game of Thrones person. I'm an Australian. HBO isn't a thing in Australia. Surprise! Why? Why is HBO Max and HBO two separate streaming services? I will never understand. Never understand you Americans. Um, but it's a Niantic AR game and they're going to be launching it at San Diego Comic-Con later this month. So we know nothing about what they're going to do with Wayspots, but I think dragons are a pretty, you know, if, if Pokemon Go raids are anything to go by, if there's a dragon in raids, people love it. So I think this has some really good legs. I hope it's not just a tie-in for a TV series, which when the TV series stops airing, the company stops the funding to it. But I'm going to give it a go. And I like Matt Smith. So if he's involved in any way, I'm even going to be involved even more. Because uh, I believe he's one of the lead roles in this show. So we don't know much yep, more about I'm it. I'm looking forward to it. But that's two Niantic games yeah, coming. He is. And there is a third Niantic app coming. But they haven't officially announced it. It's just hiding in campfire and saying coming soon. So when we know more, we'll post about it. I think that's sort of our Niantic news blast. But there was a lot... A lot since we last recorded. Yes. So let's do this. Let's roll to break. We'll play some dad jokes. And when we come back, we're going to jump into our main topic. And it's how do we build our community back 
post-COVID. And we've probably got the best person we can bring on about that is Coach Kev. So let's go ahead and go to break. We'll see you guys right after these messages. Thank you for listening to the Wayspotters podcast. Powered by the Pokemon Professor Network. This is Jesse, and you are listening to the Wayspotters podcast with your hosts, Jamal and Lachlan. Oh, Jamal, your dad jokes are the worst. I broke my finger last week. On the other hand, I'm okay. Why do flamingos stand on one leg? If they lifted up the other leg, they'd fall over. What do you call a joke that isn't funny? A sentence. What did one stranger say to the other? Nothing. They didn't know each other. I told my friend she was drawing her eyebrows too high. She looked surprised. How do you get someone to stop swinging on a tire swing? Cut the rope. What's one thing in life you can actually count on? A calculator. Someone stole my mood ring. I don't know how to feel about that. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Waste Spotters podcast. I hope you really enjoyed this week's dad jokes. I put a lot of thought into them. And actually, this week's dad jokes were courtesy of my 12-year-old daughter, Addison. She wrote all the jokes this week. So, um, yes, you can give you can you can blame her because they were probably a lot funnier than my dad jokes were the previous weeks. So blame the child. Okay. Um, and just on the topic of dad jokes, we did have a tweet sent to us saying, thank you, Lachlan, for telling a dad joke in the last show. So there just is. saying, when I do it on the fly, it's more effective than the, the canned laughter. And um, I'm shocked you haven't added canned laughter to your, your segment. No, yet. because I don't need it. They're so funny. We don't need canned laughter. So, you know, I, I, I've tried to cut down on the live dad jokes and just leave it to the one minute segment and get them all in there. So. But I want to talk about something that's not a dad joke and that's something that's serious. So we all know that over the last couple of years, we've been dealing with COVID-19 and it dramatically affected the way that we all play all of Niantic's games from Ingress to Pokemon Go to Wayfair. And being part of a community was something that I really embraced in Pokemon Go. Um, you guys have all heard me tell the story about how I built my park up and how we would all meet up on Wednesday nights and we would go and do raid hour. We can stand in within a, you know, this same kilometer and, and hit nine gyms. And it was awesome. And we'd have, you know, raid trains of people walking around the park and then COVID hit and remote raid passes came out and nobody sees each other anymore. And everybody kind of dispersed and we still haven't been able to get Wednesday raid hours back. Like I hoped we would. So this was one of the main reasons why I wanted to bring Coach Kev on because Coach Kev has some very interesting ideas of how we can bring the community back using Wayfair and some of the things that he's been doing his community. So Coach Kev, I know I asked you to kind of talk about this topic. I'm going to shut my yap and, and, and turn it over to you. I'd like to, to hear you talk about this. Yeah, yeah, the, the, definitely. The first thing that, that came to my mind when you asked me, how could we use 
Wayfair to build a community. The first thing I thought of was, wow, when you do reviews, you're usually sitting at home alone on your computer or you're on your phone and you don't have, you're not really meeting up at a park to do reviews. Um, submissions, you're usually going out there by yourself. If not, you might have one buddy with you helping you look at the S2 cells and all that. So now how do we use Wayfair to bring a community together? It's not the Wayfair itself that you look at. You have to look at all the Niantic platforms. You have to look at what they are doing as a whole to bring community back, the different events they're having, the different incentives they're giving us. And now what you have to do is you have to use Wayfair to make their events better in order to bring the community back. So when you have a community day, right? I consider everybody who plays the games, we're all fish. We're all fish and we're inside a fishbowl, which is the game board. Let's tighten up that fishbowl a little with waste spots and Need let's take a local park spots. that's good to meet up in a good meeting place and and let's create more waste spots. Need let's create more gyms, spots. more pokey spots, and let's put it out there to the community on the different social platforms that we have and let them know, wow, this stop just got added. This gym just got added. Communicate. Communicate and let the community know what's there. But somebody has to put the work in. The other thing is, I think back to community days and, and in-person events before COVID. And one of my fondest memories is when the event was over. We used to all pick a bar, a diner, a, a local restaurant, a little mom and pop shop that we used to use in order to meet up and just talk about how our community day went. The way we chose that location was based on who has the most pokey stops within range, who has the, the, a gym within range. And that's how we chose which ones we went to during the pandemic. We lost a lot of small businesses. Unfortunately, a lot of them could not survive and they went out of business. And that's where people who are involved in Wayfair come into play that like to maintain the accuracy of the game board and they go out there and when they see something that's not accurate, I'm not going to mention any names, <coughs> Rockland, <clears throat> excuse me. Busted. Um, that's where, where you're needed because we what, need to I'm needed find in these local. I'm Bayonne, New Jersey. Is that <laughs> what I'm to, hearing? Ken, to... I'm coming. No, no. <laughs> that's, that's where, where you're needed because we want to change we want to take the new mom and pop stores because with the negative comes the positive because a lot of places went out of business that left open a lot of real estate that a lot of new small businesses are moving into. And there's new restaurants, new bars, new diners, and new places to gather opening up. So now I feel it's our responsibility to go out there and find these and add them into the game. So we're going to create new places that we love and we could sit there and we could lure up no pun intended, and we could create new way spots, no pun intended. And think about our special conditions of life. And we gather, <laughs> and I, I was going to get there. And <laughs> I was, that one was coming. <laughs> that one was coming, but you handled that one for me. And, you know, and we could just, let's just build the game board, build the game board, build the game board. The act of building the game board does not necessarily promote community at the moment while you're doing it, but the results will. And that's what's important to remember. Also, don't forget, there's been hints of a new system coming into the game called Route Me. Functionally Ingress Missions, and it's going to be amazing. Yeah. 
right off of yes, they're, they're going to be right off of POIs and waste spots. Why not create routes? You can I'm you can sorry, play around with create, the ingress mission tools routes, in the yeah, but why not prepare for it? If, that sort of what a route could look like and what sort of paths you could explore. Obviously, we don't know the the nuances of how Pokemon Go is going to implement it, and I think that's the benefit of not being under official NDAs because. Uh, just saying, Ken and Adam haven't said the word route to us, so we can talk about whatever we want. <laughs> so if there is a route system coming, we, we don't know if you're about doing it. Those... We're just having very educated guests over the last 60-odd um, so months that they've been talking about. Uh, when I say talking, I mean being done exactly. So, yeah. So definitely uh, what, what it all comes down to, to put it into a nutshell, is find small businesses that are great places to gather, go inside, see if they have murals, see if they have anything, any history to them that will promote them as a good POI and put them into the category that it might get accepted and go ahead and nominate it. And then when the community day after. comes up, tell your friends, tell the people, tell, yeah, tell, tell the people you play with, let's meet up here. And, get, and, and, and get pick your a community different spot every month to meet up, explore the so community. What you nominate and say, oh, how long will that take to get through? And you say to them, well, if I leave it up to the people who yeah. actually review, four months. But if all of our community who are playing Community Day decide to do 200 Wayfarer reviews next weekend, probably before the next Community Day. Oh, okay. And as, as I used to do, when I used to get a waste spot approved, I would post it in the relevant messenger channels for that area to say, hey, there's a new stop coming tomorrow for the Pokemon Go communities. I would post it to my then Ingress community saying, new portal live now if you want to go get your new unique caps and hacks. And you could see people in the Ingress community in my area being like, especially from my faction, being like, how are you getting so many approved? I'm like, I'm using my nominations. I'm not saving them for a rainy day. I'm using them. I'm getting out there and I'm nominating what I want to see done. The fact that at my local shopping center, the post office and the library were not nominated. They were not nominated. Like, the, it, it astounded me that they're like, oh, there's nothing else to submit around here. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> it's a library. It's been there for 30 years. So those were some of the first nominations I did just to get them done. One one more point I'd like to make when it comes to community. I've also noticed, too, when it comes to raid hour, um, it's really good to, like, overkill the game board with POIs or because eventually course. some of those POIs will become gyms. And I think raid hour, I think raid hour is much more successful as a community aspect when you can play it in an area that is very populated with gyms and you could promote it as a walkable raid hour rather than getting in your car and being a passenger and doing raid hour that way i think it's much better to find a local park that has five six i have one by my house that that we could walk to probably almost 10 gyms we could complete the whole raid hour on foot and be productive. Uh, the days of so on foot, if you become on a good way spotter, you could strategize <laughs> and you can make that well, happen. They, they were great because we used to have 20 or so people walking down the street with us where we had Jim uh, Jim, next stop Jim Jim, Jim Jim, walk Jim, walk Jim. Well, Kev, I, I, I'm really now. looking... And then we jump in the cousin. I'm really looking oh. forward to a couple of things. So I've already put it out on record that at some point I'm going to Australia. 
to go hang out with Lachlan. But what's probably a little bit more feasible is coming up to Jersey to see you and Ken. And I had a chance to kind of go out and stalk your area to see the two towns that are on either side where you have the big parks and the big city hall. And then that kind of stretch in between. I'm I, I'm just going to just do it, bite the bullet, catch a flight, get in the car and come up there and see it. And I see the pictures that you and Ken post with just literally 40 people nice. all in the picture, all with their phones, all with the Pokemon shirt on or an English shirt or Niantic shirt or whatever. And everybody's out playing the game. And it just reminds me of like 2019. I remember, you know, the summer of 2019 after I really got into Wayfair and my area had a legit community. I mean, we legitimately had a solid 20 people that would meet at the park every Wednesday. Um, and it drove my wife crazy. She's like, why are you going to the park? And I, she's like, are you? And I'm like, I'm, and I'm like, I can't, I can't not go. I got people counting on me there. How, how how did you tell your wife the first time that you're not actually a drug dealer? Well, my when when did she? So start my wife you? knows that I'm a big old dork. I've been a big old <laughs> dork since I met her, and I think that's why she kind of likes me as I'm kind of a big old dork. So when I got into Pokemon Go, it, it was kind of par for the course. But having and Kev, you understand this, and Lachlan, you do too. Having ten people, fifteen people, twenty people counting on you to show up, like. I was the guy, you know, Kev, does, it, does that resonate with you? Let me, let me tell you something. One of my, one of my most memorable moments that I'll never forget in this game, when I was standing at a raid, I, it was a Mewtwo raid. It was when Mewtwo first came out. It was the initial um, passes that were given. Out. Wow. They've been out of the game so long. I forgot the name of them. Um, yes, my first one. EX raid passes, right? Came out. And we show up to a, there, there was, I showed up to my first ever Mewtwo raid. I, I can't tell you how many people were there, but I would have to guesstimate 50. Because not only the people that got the invite were there, but their friends were there because they wanted to see it. They wanted to experience it, and they wanted to see what it's like. There was actually a guy who camped out overnight on a lounge chair because he wanted to make sure that he had gym control because he wanted to get that extra ball and this and that. Extra and, three balls, and, I think, back then. Yeah, yeah, whatever it was. You know, like people Which, were you know, so compared into Compared to it. 12 balls, 12 <laughs> versus 9 versus 6, if you're not doing much damage, that was a huge so, difference. So we're doing the raid. I finally get my shot at it because we're organizing team, this and that, who's going to go in when. So I go in and I get the raid. And there's a parent there with their nine-year-old son who also has their own account, who also has the, the event pass. When the raid was over and the Mewtwo was on the screen, that nine-year-old kid looks around at like up to what is it, 50 people, including their own father, and looks at me and says, Coach, can you catch wow. this for me? That's really cool. I don't know cool. how to throw. I didn't know how to throw either. I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to throw either. I was terrible at it, you know? And I looked around to to the best person that I knew that knew how to play the game. And I said, I said, oh, my God, I said, I'm honored that you asked me that. I said, but to be honest with you, I'm scared. You probably know how to throw better than me. If you really want somebody to do it for you, I got the person. And I brought them over to like one of the best players in the in the community. And I had them do it for me. I I, I couldn't do it under the pressure. But that feeling I got, do they catch I will it? never forget that. I will never forget that. Well, and I hope that comes back one day. I, I have really that do. same experience. But yeah, it, got, it was caught. Week. It was caught. So, Is this your story, Lachlan, that you were going to tell? No, no, no. I, have, I thought I had three stories planned for today. This, is, this isn't a planned story. 
but we'll oh, get this to my story. Awesome. All right, go we'll, ahead. We'll just gonna keep the build up going until it's very underwhelming. So <laughs> I install Campfire. I'm like, great, this is the day Articuno raids have dropped to Australia. I want to go f- use Campfire. Posted in my local chat, hey, I see that this legendary EA catches in 45 minutes. I'm going to be there at this time. And so I was like, I want that. And we'll, we'll obviously get into that when we do our next deep dive into Campfire. But I think we've spoken, said Campfire a few too many times in the last two couple shows. <laughs> so I, I rock up and I'm doing the raid. And I'm like, oh, there's six people in person here. And they're all in their level 20s. So I just go for a walk around the church. And I see this mum and her friend, another mum, and these six kids. I'm like, oh, hello. <laughs> and they're like, oh, you're doing this raid too. We failed it a couple times. You need to help. I'm like, I got you because I, I know I do 80% against Denada Kuno just by myself. So I had them, I, I had them covered. And obviously I was inviting people like Jamal and a couple of the other people from our patron squad. So they're like, Oh, you got 16 people in it. How did you know? I'm like, just message my friends. and like, Oh my goodness. And at the end of it, one of the kids says, sir, can you catch my Articuno for me, please? It was a shiny, and he'd throw, he'd already missed six of his ten balls. I'm like, okay. I know. I know Jamal. <laughs> so I'm like, I got you, kid. All he had to do was hit it. All he had to do was hit it. <laughs> Did... Oh, come on. That... Having that so kid select you, isn't that a great feeling? And then the next kid just passes me an iPad and says, sir, could you catch mine? It's a regular <laughs> article, so I actually had to try for it. But I got it on the... <laughs> as well and the mum's just like thank you so much for that i hate having to do that for them <laughs> and then one of the kids says i keep getting shinies from legendary raids i haven't got a normal one yet and i'm like yes yeah you're like all right kid, you've worn you, you've worn out your welcome now kid <laughs> and uh so i i, I give i give the mum my friend code i'm just like hey here's our community groups if you want to join <laughs> in she's like yeah cool so her and her husband have joined in now uh, and I've, I've been invited to a couple raids by them. I'm like, eh. and I'm like, that gym, who's close to that gym? Just send them a private message and say, hey, this person's trying to, I'm getting an invite to the raid at your house at the moment. Ah, oh, let me just jump in, <laughs> you know? So like, and they just send me a message and say in that chat and say, thank you for jumping in at blank blank. Um, so it's, it's always a good feeling, you know, when you're helping out the community in that aspect. Um, Thanks for lighting the flare coach Kev. Yes. I, I didn't get that notification, Kev. Where did you light your flare? This uh, is a fun way spot. You're welcome. Anytime. <laughs> that was more like a that was more like a oh, I'm in distress type flare. I love the flares. Well, Lachlan, you've been talking about this story the whole episode. I want to hear your story. Do you? All I right. do. All right. All right. So <sighs> friend of the show, Counter Suit and I, went on a wayfaring adventure the other day. Uh, this is not the first story time with Lachlan where I've brought up the Counter Suit adventures. Uh, but this time it was completely driven by him and he let me submit some of the things as well. So it wasn't just him. But that was more for time efficiency sake, I think. <laughs> so I went to one edge, he went to the other edge. So he's like, I was looking on Jamal's favorite app, IITC. Um, and there's this huge park with one way spotted it, and I count seven empty cells. We're going there. <laughs> In these cells, Jamal, are you ready? You're not allowed to do the ding sound effect, okay? You're not All right, no ding it. sound effect. Wink, wink. Or any other sound effect every time I say what was there. We All had right, a park ahead. sign. 
We had a dog off-leash area. We had exercise equipment. We had a historical park with a little plaque and a statue. We had a footbridge. And we had another piece of exercise equipment. And do you know what? This park has been there long enough that both pieces of exercise equipment and the gazebo could be seen from space. And they were in their own (laughs) S2 cells, Jamal. Oh, that is beautiful. And the amount of restraint I'm showing right now is epic. And like it's an Australian gazebo, not an American gazebo, but it also had a barbecue at it. And it had a wheelchair accessible seat at it. Talking about inclusivity here, Jamal, and you just took a knife straight through the inclusivity aspect. But I'm gonna I'm gonna read you some of the descriptions we did. So All the right, two exercise equipments, there was one for arm fitness and one for leg fitness. So the leg fitness one, the description says, Don't forget to skip leg day while exploring this park. And do you want to guess what the arm fitness one says? What did it say? Don't forget to skip arm day, because legs How did I know I was gonna say that? Now, Jamal, so this, this, I haven't told you everything about the park yet. All right, it, let's the hear The park it. is the old Shoreline Park. Now, okay. I can say that now because by the time this episode goes to air, all of our nominations will be in voting, so no one can go snipe these waste spots from me in Brisbane. But the dog park, I said in the description, being the old Shoreline, I guess there's no need for doggy life jackets. Because this park <laughs> used to be where the Brisbane River would get to before it got very much streamlined into the snake we know now. So we had a lot of fun with as many Jamalisms as we could here. And my supporting info for this one, Jamal, and you'll get a huge kick out of this when you review okay. this. Dog park. Lots of live animals like to play here. Yes! Live animal. Oh my God, that makes me so happy. You have no idea you just made my day. I love it. Then, then, I'm looking on the IITC myself and I say, isn't that a golf course over there? So we go Ooh. to the golf course. And this is a very fancy golf course. And like, we're dressed in Pokemon Go. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm wearing denim. I'm not allowed here. <laughs> and um, I'm like, I'm going to put the hood off because obviously I don't want to get the police called on us. And we have a look <laughs> around and... The clubhouse is huge. So to use Jamalisms, there is eight S2 cells that intersect with this clubhouse. Eight. Oh. You've got statues, plaques, bars, putting greens. It's just like a clock it's a super tower. Cell. It's a supercell. A, a fountain. And I'm like, <laughs> a tennis court at the golf course, Jamal. A tennis court. I'm shaking. I the am tennis shaking. Court was in its own cell. Wow. And I'm like, Jamal would, like, I, I seen him have a conniption over the partial blank slate at Texas Christian University. I, I, <laughs> I, I had, to, I had to, to sign off the Zoom and go get some water. I was about to pass out. I, I, this, is why, this is why I need to come down to Australia and help you. You need my 80 nominations. It sounds like you could have used them all. Because, like, <laughs> if that people weren't playing golf there... We would have had a lot more fun. <laughs> uh, excuse me, sir. Can you stop chasing that little white ball around here? I'm trying to nominate a statue. So, like, and this is all mostly in the car park. So, I just want to say that was some of the most fun I've had wayfinding and exploring in a long while because I didn't know that's what we were doing. 
I thought it was just nice. a regular, let's go take a couple gyms, because that's <laughs> normally what he does when he drags me out. <laughs> and it turned into this fun wayfinding adventure. So, and, you know, if all of our nominations get approved, that's three or four more gyms in that area for that community, all within walking distance. And I'm sure they'll get a good time out of it. Love it. Coach Kev, what's going on with you? No, no, I was just going to comment on the whole golf course thing. I just want to put it out there. I did play golf on a real golf course once in my life. Uh, and I wish there was a pokey stop at the hole <laughs> yeah. as I was walking the course. Open, big can, That's lots it. of worms jump out. <laughs> if you're listening, Niantic, yeah. I support the golf course equals I just wanted to throw that the out there. Oh, my the God. Here we go. Because Here I have we just go. proven – there is a metric load of other things you can nominate there, not just all of the holes. We've just entered the part of the, we've just entered the part of the show it, where Lachlan sucks up to Niantic. It would have been just so you know. I'm not, I'm not the one that sucks up and stalks Tintino Jamal. It would have been, it would have been, it, it would have been really nice to be able to save and document my my round of golf in my postcard book if I had a pokey stop. At every hole. That's all I'm saying. It's a new feature anyway, in the game. I would have liked to I think find it's a, time an interesting for some way to use it. Before I get unnecessarily <laughs> angry for this time of morning. All right. Let's roll the intro. Call of the week. 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 Definitely just a doctor. Who so this week's call comes from Heracross Boss, double host of the show, community member and friend of Jamal, or friend, mentor, bug enthusiast. Honestly, if you want to make that man's day, invite him to a Winpod raid. He'll probably cry with tears of joy. Yes, he will. So <laughs> this one... Now, this one is live animals. I'm just going to say it right from the get-go. This is live animals. Now, Ken, Live animal! Live animal! Live animal! Kev, you can see this in front of you? Okay. So this live yes, animal is two... <laughs> the two <laughs> raccoons just chilling next to each other and having a good time. They look scared out of their mind, like, who the hell is taking a photo of me right now? <laughs> and as someone who's never seen a raccoon in person, this I'm I'm trying not to cry tears of joy right now because these are so cute. I just I want to hug them and hope they don't kill you. Like it's just like friend, why are you taking a photo of me? So they didn't nominate these raccoons, these two raccoons, like living, living raccoons as raccoons. They said this is the Wilbert Social Hall. <laughs> And they said, it's a place to relax and spend time with friends. And their supporting photo is the same photo. <laughs> so, like, it's intentional. And the supporting information says there's lots of Pokemon players around with a need of a closer poker stop. But I don't think there's raccoons are going to count. I don't think they can. I love this. I, I so wish that I would have come across this nomination. Wow. I would have like done a backflip. This is fantastic. One one bit of advice I want to give you, Lachlan, for when you make your Don't trip to the States. If you do come across a real-life rac raccoon, do not judge a book by its cover. Go the other way. 
they're dangerous, they're vicious, they carry rabies a lot. And when I see a raccoon, which I do see quite often, they, they do uh, frequent the garbage cans in my neighborhood. I avoid them. Now, speaking of rabies, Kev, did you know rabies is almost eradicated in Australia? There is really no rabies in Australia. The only, the closest thing we get to it really? is bats <laughs> who carry the list, the lice virus. And that's the closest thing genetically Australia has to rabies, which is why our border security is so tight for all incoming animals and why Amber Heard and Johnny Depp had some animals killed in Australia. <laughs> so, so if I come to Australia, I'm in no danger. Um, and getting well, rabies Australia is rabies free. too quickly unless I so get unless him right off the bat. So unless you bring it in with you, you're fine. I want to go to Australia and hug a kangaroo. Lachlan wants to come to the States and hug a raccoon. I think we can. I don't want to hug a raccoon. I didn't say that, Jamal. I said I want to see a raccoon. I want to see a squirrel. And I want to mm-hmm. see a Jamal Harvey. Do it. They're my three things to see in America. We can work that out. We can work that so, out. So let's move on to... Let's let's go appeal of the week next. Yeah, let's go appeal of the week because, because I have a fun appeal that was sent in by a community member. I want to talk about because I probably would have marked this as a one star when I reviewed it. Let's so go. Let's get into it. So this one was sent by a local member of my community to me, and I'm not going to name them. I'm not going to go naming and shame them for nominating this, but this is like. If I was drunk and I saw this, I probably would have nominated it, but under no other circumstance. So I put this in the, if you're looking for it, Jamal and Kev, I've just sent you the link to the, the, the message where you can find it. So this is titled Nature's Harmony Mural. And... Together, we are one. I'm going to read, because I I reached out to the person, because, you know, in Pokemon Go, you can see who submitted it. And I said, hey, do you have your original rejection? Uh, And like, yeah, yeah, I'll I'll send you the screenshot of the email. So let's read through the original rejections for this. Right, Jamal? All right, go ahead, read it. I'm looking. Nomination does not meet acceptance criteria. The real-world location of the nomination could not be confirmed to have an acceptable pedestrian pathway leading up to it. The real-world location of the nomination appears to be sensitive, e.g. non-historic or culturally significant gravestones or cemeteries. Now, looking at this waystop bot, Kev, what do you see? The description for this one, it reads, Artwork navigating you to foot heaven on the wall of the business floors of the shopping centre. And the photo is what looks to be screen, like a printed and then stuck on the wall, picture of a foot with a bunch of leaves running through it, sort of connecting it, and then an arrow saying, your work without pain podiatry clinic this way. So this is a, and I would say it's an, if I was drunk and trying to nominate this, I'd say this is a navigational marker inside a shopping center a trail marker (laughs) for your feet to get heaven it's fantastic so i i I, I saw this the other day i did nominate it um so i can't i can't i could have nominated i chose not to i actually know where in the shopping center this is which is the funniest part but it never crossed my mind to say i'm going to open 
my Lachlan F, Ingress account and nominate this or my LF Kamala trainer profile and nominate this because it just never crossed my mind. <laughs> nice. So I would have rejected this for temporary or seasonal display. Yeah, definitely. That's, I wouldn't have hit it for not having safe pedestrian access when there's clearly a footpath next to the picture of the foot. I wouldn't have marked it for being a cemetery when it's a foot on a wall of a shopping center. And right. location accuracy, yes, that you probably couldn't see it from space. I had a look. There's no street view at that area where the way spot is. But if you use your <laughs> sense of the building, you can see that that's the taller part of the building right. where there is you know, the business floors. And Niantic decided that this should be a waste spot and that the community was wrong. So he was wrong. That's fantastic. Well, Lachlan. It's, it's, run- it's, it's entertaining. So we're running out of time. So Kev, let's pick a waste spot from your community to talk about for waste spot of the week. What have you got? Okay, well, I'm going to be a little bit biased on one because uh, I actually am the one who nominated this. But there's a brand new supermarket that opened up a few blocks from where we play and within the supermarket, they put a whole farm scene on top of the dairy department. It's a permanent farm scene with, with different animals and barns and everything. And within it is a big life-size fiberglass cow. I thought it was great point of interest. If I was in that store, I'd want to go see it. And I went to the school of Jamal to, uh, come up with a name of for this nomination and i wanted to be a little creative i'm not gonna lie i was a little creative with the description too and it got got rejected with the creative description this is a resubmit (laughs) this is a resubmit where i just put a basic description the description is life-size fiberglass cow statue it's straight it's to the point it's what it is i did try really hard to center the photo properly and which I think I did a pretty good job at. But the most important thing is it's my favorite name of all the other ones that I've nominated. And I titled it Moo Cha Cha, M O O, because the cow moves. And then now Cha-Cha. I'm just saying that th- this cow is not wearing a suit. So reference. is it Jamal's favorite cow? Who knows? We will never know. Cow in a suit is always going to be my favorite cow. Um, so Kev this is a great nomination and I think what you did with it and the way that the way spot turns out especially from your game of choice Pokemon Go when you send someone a gift from the cow it's staring them blankly into their soul and I think people will always get a kick out of that Uh, have you noticed anyone pinning that to their sticker book (laughs) when they receive your gift I I have to be honest with you I don't pay much attention to that (laughs) well it's in my sticker book Kev so yep Oh, well, I appreciate that. That's cool. I actually do, do not really see those messages too often. I'm usually like doing something else in the game. But I should start paying more attention to that. Yes. I I, I, I just want to give a quick shout out to one of our community leaders here. Um, Traxy, who's one of the Wayfair ambassadors from Queensland. Nearly every gift I send them, they will pin it to their stick. Only send them the good waste spots. <laughs> and I have to try and think, okay, let's send them the good waste spots in the area. I I have to go out of my way to send them good ones. I think yesterday, as I think I sent them the old hydraulics valve, which I spun near the airport. And it's historic. It's there. But it looks like it shouldn't have been approved. <laughs> I'm like, this is going in a sticker book. This will get shown to Tintino. And 
that's that. And I think, Jamal, we had a new Patreon this week before we wrap up. Or were you not paying attention to our new friends? Go ahead. Tell us that because it's America's birthday and Coach Kev and I have to run. Let's talk about the new patron, then let's roll out. All right. So our new patron, uh, I, I say new in air quotes because uh, they've been a patron for a while, but they've only just sort of started interacting in the community and they chose Wayfarer to be their first point of call is Chelsea Duck Ice 17 So thanks for joining. Thanks for your support. And thank you, Sir Amanda, for getting them into Wayfinding. And with that, I think that's a show, guys. Thank well, you for joining, Kev. Before we go, we want to give Kev a chance to plug his Twitch and his Twitter. Oh, yes. So, Kev, please tell us where people can find you on the web. Very simple. Twitch.tv forward slash Coach Kev 413. And it's also hashtag Coach Kev 413 on Twitter. They're, they're the only two social medias that I really use for, for content when it's related to Pokemon Go and stuff. So that's all. That's where you can find me, those two. And those are Thursday nights, right? I, I stream Thursday night, 9 p.m. is my goal. I do send a notif. Friday midday? I, I do. I'll translate for the Australian. Eastern Standard Time, 9 p.m., Thursday nights, um, is my goal every week. The week of of GoFest in Seattle, I will be switching it to a Wednesday, but that's the only week as of right now that I'll be making a change. And then you wanted to tell us about a giveaway, Kev. Yes. Go ahead. Tell us about the giveaway. So, so what I'd like to do is donate to your listeners, to one one listener. Um, I've been buying some of them Pokemon Go TCG cards, and they come with codes that you can use in-game in Pokemon Go, and you can get super lucky, although rare and get a, a nice t-shirt and hat avatar item that you could wear in-game, and they are random within the codes. I have a sheet with 10 codes on them that I would like to randomly give away, and I think we can do that by having a, a cool little contest amongst your listeners. And whoever once you post this episode on Twitter, everybody who re- retweets it and then comes to my Twitch stream on that Thursday will get put into a random giveaway for these 10 codes. How cool is that? Coach Kev, that's extremely generous of you. So Lachlan will post it on Twitter. You will need to retweet the tweet that Lachlan posts on Twitter and then go and visit Coach Kev's stream that following Thursday, and you could be the winner. So with that, gentlemen, I think we're going to roll out. And I want to say, first of all, Thank you all for listening to this episode of Wayspotters. If you enjoy what you hear, there's a few ways you can show us. First, follow us on Twitter at Wayspotters. We are incredibly responsive, and one of us is usually awake to answer questions. You can also rate us on the podcast service you're currently listening to us on, such as Spotify, Anchor FM, Apple, Google, iHeartMedia, and others. If you ask me, five stars are the best stars. Second, Visit our website, www.wayspotters.com. From there, you can get links on everywhere you can download the show. You can also send us a message directly from the website. Third, for for our American listeners, leave us a voicemail on our hotline, 732-835-8639. You never know, your voicemail may appear on an upcoming episode of the show. Or tweet us a voice message. Lachlan's favorite. If you're not a member of the Patreon, you can join. 
the Pokemon Professor Network Patreon for just one US dollar a month. You have access to the Discord for the entire family of shows across the Pokemon Professor Network, including Wastebotters, Special special Conditions, Gotta Watch Them All, Purified Podcasts, and Lured Up. It's a fantastic place filled with fantastic people. With that, thank you for listening to us. We'll see you again next week. May all your deli birds be shiny. And thank you for listening to Wastebotters. <laughs>